y'all welcome to the align on purpose podcast with your host randy um here we are with another new episode um and today we have a guest with us the lovely jasmine say hello jazz hello everybody i'm happy to be here today we love to see it so um episode two um and today we're gonna tackle identity that's gonna be our topic today um and so we have like a couple of questions not just a couple we got we got a little we got a little bit um so (laughs) we're kind of just gonna go through the questions and just like go with it so if y'all ready i'm ready you ready jess absolutely okay cool cool cool. um so first question i guess thank you thank you thank you um how has god been dealing with you and identity lately um, I would say for me personally, he's really trying to kind of strip some mindsets that I've had about myself um, and really kind of show me who he's called me to be. Like, particularly, I don't know if you guys are familiar with discipleship, but um, my discipler has actually been having me look into like spiritual gifts versus natural talents. And that for me has just kind of been eye opening because it's really kind of showing me one things that I didn't kind of know the distinction between um, and really just learning the things that I have inside of me that I may not even have recognized or tapped into yet so he's really and I'm in a place right now where he's really just trying to reveal himself to me um, and really kind of show me who I am in him so that's kind of where I've been lately but what would you say he's been tackling with you oh lord he's coming for me um because I mean like as a kid you develop like your identity develop like the building blocks of your identity kind of um and like what people call you who could people label you as and so for me growing up I was always like the quiet shy kid mm-hmm. um and I mean like you met me <laughs> when I met yeah. you I was a goof <laughs> literally y'all so Jasmine was sitting in the dining hall one day and minding my business minding mind my you. and mind you like I did not talk like I only talked to her like once and then I was just like you know I just want to go talk to her so I literally just walked over and started spilling my guts to her and like that was hard because it was like I don't do that because I've always saw myself as like oh you're just a quiet person you keep to yourself like you obviously have your friends but you don't branch out unless like they introduce yourself yeah. so like I was just always like that um and so now like the word of being bold was spoken over me last summer and that has been coming out in so many different ways um so he's just kind of like showing me like yo what i what you've been told and how you've been moving is not who i've called you to be and just kind of unlearning that so yeah it's hard though that's so real though i feel like one of the biggest things about like giving your life to christ is like unlearning a lot of things it's literally coming in and being like okay this is where i am now and he's like that's all right because you're not gonna that's not how you're gonna be when i'm done with you right so it's definitely a process of like one getting comfortable being uncomfortable and really trying to break mindsets that you've grown into and being like that's not who I am so why am I operating like mm-hmm. that so it's definitely challenging yeah. but it's good challenging it is it's a stretch it's a stretch <laughs> indeed indeed so I guess this kind of goes into that like how has your identity changed in the past few years um I would say it's changed just like even when it comes to like my my willingness to like step out and like kind of like you were saying be bold like I was the type of person where if somebody asked me to pray 
I was like, no, I'll sing you a song any day of the week. But if you ask me to pray, it's slow. And like now, even now, like one of my assignments for discipleship this past week was to pray with my sister. Um, for those who don't know, my sister's a whole reverend. So like she be, she prays houses down, okay? So I used to be intimidated by that, not because she did anything to make me feel intimidated by it, but it was just like, how you expect me to pray for you when yeah. you can, you know what I mean? Right. You pray and everybody be over there boohooing and we real? go somewhere. So, <laughs> listen, so like that for me is some things that like he's really trying to change in me is just like being bold in areas that he wants me to be. Like even like stepping into like anointing, like me and Randy are both a part of a ministry on our campus and like that was a stretch for me especially when I learned my first year being president that I was going to be president I was like fam I was secretary how am I gonna go from secretary of an org and then step up and be president so like he's really just kind of been helping me to step out and again just like be comfortable with things that I'm not comfortable with and I can say like even now if people ask me to pray is there a little bit of hesitation I mean yeah but I do it and I literally just pull on the Holy Spirit I'm like look I don't know what you what this person needs right now but I help I pray that you help me to do what needs to be done so I would say those are definitely areas where he's kind of strengthening my identity in him and really just kind of showing me like because I'm not even naturally like an introverted person no, you're very not. extroverted so, so it makes me laugh when I'm like yeah. you'll sit there and talk to a random stranger but when somebody's like can you pray for me you're like so <laughs> that for me. me has been something that he's helping me step out of and just even like with my worship life like my discipler is always like um you have like a prophetic um calling on your life that's not how she talks but that's just the voice I think of when I think of her <laughs> so that's what we're saying but I'm just like mm, I don't think that's true and so she'd be making me like do like different like exercises just to really strengthen essentially that muscle and be comfortable speaking so yeah. it's just a lot it's really just a growth it's a discomfort but it's all for you know my good and being able to bring glory back to God because people will be able to look at me and say I remember her when I first met her and she wasn't yeah. like that and now they're like hold on yeah. that's crazy so I would say that's kind of what he's been working on now from like the past few years are things he's trying to grow me in mm, yeah and like I said earlier, like, I was quiet. Like, yo, I would not talk to people. Bro. Like, I would go into a space, bro. And if I didn't know a single person, a single soul, my mouth was shut. Listen, like, you worked at Panera. I had no idea until you got back to school. I was like, I just see you at work a day ago, and now you're not speaking to me. So like, it was, and it wasn't like I didn't want to, like, I was, like, I don't know. It was just that thing of. I don't know. The enemy has a way of getting it to you, especially as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, if he can grab you as a kid, he'd be having a field game, like, yeah. or not field game, a field day. <laughs> he'd be trying it. And so, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, you're quiet. You, Oh, you're not seen? Cool. Oh, you don't need to be heard? You don't want to talk to you? Cool. Let's go with that. And yeah. so, like, I moved like that all throughout my life. Like, until, like, literally, like, until I started taking God seriously, like, yeah. two years ago. Until then, like, I was moving like that. So, now, like, I, I sometimes I'm still like that in certain mm-hmm. spaces. But other times I'm like, for the glory of God, like, he's helped me to open my mouth. <laughs> yeah. And not even just talk to people, but, like, pray for people. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not think I was a prayer. S- similar to you, like, I was not a prayer warrior. Like, I was just... I was like, I, I pray in my, thank you, God. I thank, I love you. That's like how I pray. <laughs> and then, like, out of nowhere, like, I just, I be going in now. Yeah. And, I mean, I still get a little hesitant. Like, you see me at Bible study, I'm like, all jittery. But, like, once I get in my space with God, I'm just like, I'm going to pray. I'm going to mm-hmm. pray. So, I mean, he's a good father. Because once you start relying on what he says and understanding who he calls you, 
all those other things though they have been in you and they're rooted in you sometimes like you know the word his word is true yeah and it's easy to discern then like what's the enemy and what's 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 truth yeah right right. and that's so good because it's just like a lot of times we cling to things just because it has been spoken over us without any like Mm -hmm. anything to be rooted in so then when you're learning things like oh wow that's not who god calls me to be that's not you know what i mean it is it's tough to like really unlearn those things but that's the beauty of god like he doesn't expect you to do it on your own like he's right right there alongside of you so you have your help and it's just like look and then i think a lot of times too it's just getting to that breaking point where you're like i don't like being like this like there's times you're like bro this is not who i am or i've never done this why am i doing it now and Mm -hmm. then you're like god like what what is going on like Mm -hmm. i need your help and he'll show up every time so that's like the dope thing is like it definitely isn't a learning but if you pull on him he will respond so it's just like Like, and i think we're gonna skip like this question because we kind of already answered it Mm -hmm. well i guess not because like i don't know have you always felt like you have to be a certain type like a certain type of person i would say yes and no I feel like the one thing about being extroverted is like I've always just been comfortable being who I am outright Mm -hmm. but then sometimes I found for me personally things that I struggled with is like my perception the perception of me from my family Mm -hmm. is where I would fall into that like for example like my sister love her to pieces but she would always be like she's just so sweet and so so this so like if I felt like I didn't meet those expectations I would like beat myself up or I would feel like I had to like have that persona and like we've had conversations about it now where she's just like even recently she was like yo like I want you to know like I'm proud of you like I'm not disappointed in you and like that for me was a big thing just because I didn't realize how much I had like clung to just like her perception of me and again it was never like mal intent it was never meant in a bad way but because I'd heard it so much I was like I felt like I was conditioned I needed to be that way like I'm not this way Bono won't be proud you know what I mean just those kinds of things and once you know even we were being able to like kind of talk through that and even just like the more that I'm learning myself through Christ is like um just because people perceive you a certain way doesn't mean that like if you don't necessarily meet that expectation doesn't make you less than Mm -hmm. um and a lot of times people will put false perceptions on you where it's like mm-hmm. you need to do this it's like no because christ didn't say that for my life yeah um and once you kind of begin to walk in that it makes it easier and it gives you just like the freedom to really be who you're called to be versus feeling like you have to like constantly not necessarily because you do need to guard what you say and how you move as a believer but it's just like mm-hmm. it kind of takes some of that pressure off where you're like yo as long as i'm moving in the will of god and doing what he's calling me to do like it don't yeah. matter what y'all have to say or think about yeah. me yeah. um and again like while still staying in his will and doing things respectfully so but yeah i would definitely say it it was it was tough but i would say so to kind of double back i would definitely say yes and no like certain areas yes but then other areas like i feel like me being as extroverted as as i am has kind of helped in that way yeah i have always felt like i had to be a certain type because i've always labeled myself as an introvert Mm -hmm. and so like as like growing up like I would always make sure like I was that quiet smart kid and I mean like that worked for me up until I was like but I'm I like at home I wasn't that yeah I was goofy I was high-key annoyed sometimes <laughs> like really like just just genuinely silly yeah and like I felt like I couldn't be that out in the world and like mm-hmm. especially like at school because I'm like that's not how people see me. That's not how people label me. Yeah. So, like, how dare I? See, like, ugh, how dare I? No, that's real. Act something different than what people have told me I am. Yeah. And it's just like, who said that? Who who said that? Who said that? Mm-hmm. Like, nah. And so, it's just interesting. And then I think about, like, how 
even though I think it's very harmless, those personality tests. Yeah. We would take a lot. Like, I don't know if you took those a lot. Where it's like, you're a type A. You're a... It's like, no. Because I have qualities of all of these. But I might lean more towards another. But that isn't... It does. It has a tendency to box you in. You feel Mm -hmm. like, I'm not acting as a type A person right now. Right. Because you're not just like... You have mixtures of those things. And like, we got to be super careful because I think some of those, like, while it's helpful when it's learning especially like I don't know like you like if you've ever done it in like a leadership setting mm-hmm. but like if you do it like in that yeah. that's cool but don't let that be the end all be all and yeah. that's what I did a lot because well one I didn't know my identity came from Christ like as a kid I didn't know that mm-hmm. and even like not like recently I'm still learning that mm-hmm. so anytime like I took a test and that's what it said I was like okay let me cling to that let me figure out how I can be more like that or like um, like, I don't know if you ever heard of, like, the Enneagram thing. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's, like, another kind of personality thing. I think it's a little bit more detailed. I don't know. But I, I look at it now, mm-hmm. and some parts of it, I'm like, but that's not me. And so, like, now having the 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 mindset that these personality tests aren't the end-all, be-all, I'm able to be like, yo, yes, some of these things may apply to you, but this yeah. isn't you. Mm-hmm. Before, I wasn't able to do that, and I didn't know how to do that, so I was always caught up in, like those things were giving me fulfillment and like even though it wasn't legit fulfillment it was yeah. like plus it's just like even when you think about it in like a grand scale like if you're looking at a personality test that what it has like maybe eight different personality types and there's yes, how many uh, people in the like world a ton. there's <laughs> no way that it's that correlation is gonna be able to yeah to be accurate because yeah. it's like people think differently and again you might have traits from all of them but then mm-hmm. they try to cast you in like a box and like no this is the one mm-hmm. it's like no because I definitely operate in a little bit of all of these mm-hmm. and again it just really goes back to knowing who you are in Christ though because I agree like I think in leadership settings it is helpful because it shows you how people operate like under leadership yeah. so it's like okay I know for them they need things point blank and period they need things typed out and sent out these people are a little more flexible so if things kind of get rearranged I know I have a little bit of give mm-hmm. so it's just like I think it is helpful in that stance but again not allowing yourself to feel like I'm not moving like this I need to readjust and it's like no like be comfortable being you Mm -hmm. in the moment like you don't have to just because it says type a people do all of this you have to do all of this like because if that's not you like why would you try to conform to that and it even just kind of goes back to just like today's society like it's really easy to want to fit in but like as believers we're called to stand apart so it's like don't feel like because you're doing things or moving differently that like oh you're in the wrong when it's the opposite like Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to look like everybody else so like applaud yourself for that right Right. so yeah so do you feel free Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like, I think, is that like a vague question? I'm it like, is because I'm like, to what extent? I'm like, <laughs> yes. Okay, so do you feel free in your ability to be yourself or who God calls you to be? I would say more and more so every day. I got you. Because um, kind of similar to you where you were like, I can be silly with like my family, but out in person, I was like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're just cutting pace. I feel like for me, I struggled with that just in certain um environments like when I'm with my friends of course I'm chilling I'm clowning I'm having a good time but even like one thing I've been struggling with is like I recently just transferred from uh one store to another because I work at Marshall's you know like the TJ Maxx chain and everything I transferred to a TJ Maxx and I'm not a quiet person by any means like you know this mm-hmm. but every time I go to work it's like mouth closed mm-hmm. so it's like I feel like he's working on me and learning how to 
be myself in every setting Mm -hmm. like definitely be observant and like kind of taking the room and like posture Mm -hmm. myself but still being able to still be like yo I'm still me Mm -hmm. just because I'm in a new environment doesn't mean I have to like not act like how I normally would Mm -hmm. so even in that like I'm learning how to like make friends again in like a work setting and that's that's awkward especially because they're already established like everybody already knows each other and I'm like I'm the new kid hi like (laughs) so um I would say yes I feel like I definitely feel free but he's definitely like pulling me through where I'm like getting freedom in other areas where maybe I felt a little more boxed in um so I would say yeah but what would you say for you know I just realized something because I also started the new job as you know mm-hmm. and you know I try to get you to work there I try yes, to get my friend to work there <laughs> I try to get my sister to work there You're like come on all of my friends to work there so I can feel comfortable not a single one of y'all got the job <laughs> listen and I'm still upset no I'm like, <laughs> and I think like, I don't know. Maybe I'm... No, I, I don't think it is. I think God, that was that was a God thing. He was like, no, I want you to be able to make friends. Yeah. Like, get to know people Because it would be really easy to stay in that bubble. Right. <laughs> if you already know, like, I was just like, I don't I don't know. I'm, like, the only one who goes to OAU or, like, not everyone else is OSU or, like, I don't mm-hmm. know. You, like, I just felt like I was the only one. And then, so, like, I don't know. I just think it's funny how that worked out. But, yeah, I... More and more, like you said, more and more I feel free in who I am because, um, like, I don't know. I'm no longer believing the lie that no one sees me or that I'm quiet or that I'm shy. Like, I mean, I can be shy, but I'm not shy. Yeah. You know, like... I don't know. I think that's everybody, though. I think if you ever get in an environment you're not familiar with, like, you have a tendency. But I really feel like that's a posturing thing. Like, of course, you're going to kind of, like, fall back and really just try to gauge the audience, see who you're dealing with, who you're interacting with, um, before you kind of just, like, go in and just, like, be completely authentic. I feel like it's smart to posture yourself and see, like, okay, is it okay for me to, you know what I mean? Because you never know just in certain environments. But, yeah, I definitely agree. Like, as like even being able to see you from when we first met, <laughs> my sophomore year, your freshman year, to me minding my business in the cafeteria, you were like, can I talk to you? I was reading a book, like, not worried about nobody on my own. And, like, ever since then, just kind of getting to see that even growth, like, yeah. from, because I know that was a big step for you, but, like, I feel Yay. like that sparked just even something, because then yeah. I feel like from there, you had a little bit more confidence to be like, even if you just wanted to approach a person or just talk mm-hmm. to people or even just develop new relationships like we've had talks about some of our other friends where you're like I feel like they don't like me and I'm like Randy <laughs> how often do you reach out to this person I mean I don't but like they could reach out to Randy um you have to it's a mutual yes, thing that's so, so true like identity and relationships that's a whole nother bro like, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother episode, episode. Okay. <laughs> okay. Never mind, never mind, never mind. But go ahead, go ahead. But no, like, it's just, it's been really cool to even kind of see you start to really break out of that box. Yeah. And see, like, yo, I can still be my same goofy self. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, are we, are we have a close, very close friend. And, like, he, just recently he was like, bro, <laughs> I did not know she was like this. And it's because, like, it's, it definitely is a comfort thing. Where it's like, you're comfortable around certain people, you act a certain way. Mm-hmm. But it was also, I feel like, you kind of still wanted to keep up that persona. Like, yes. this is who I am. And only certain people get to see this yeah, other side. Yeah. So when people get a glimpse, they're like, oh, you're funny, bro. Like, you're goofy. <laughs> like, that's even been cool seeing yeah. people. And I'm like, bro, yes. This is her all the time. Like, y'all think she's, hey, I'm Randy. <laughs> Not at all, bro. Like, no, she's wild. But in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> no, that's real. God is good because you know that's not a that's not and you know it's so funny I used to do like those whole like self-care and like I mean like okay let me let me me refrain let me refrain I was very into like this self-help 
Mm-hmm. And I think that can be very, very dangerous. Yes. If you think you can change yourself. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You cannot. It's impossible. Yeah. You are not able to do that. And so when I was trying to like branch out and figure out how to I be more me. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I didn't even know who I was. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out who to be somebody I didn't know. I, like that just isn't real. Yeah. And so I was doing all this stuff where I was like reading these books and practicing all these things. And it didn't work. Yeah. It did not work. Yeah. And so until I was able to finally be like, all right, well, God, let's try it one right. this time. I, I tried everything else. Lord, um, who am I? No, for real. And I'm, I'm mad that, okay, no, I'm not mad because I'm glad I, I, it, it helped me, like I learned. Yeah. But like, that just goes to show, like, God is so faithful when you finally just let him have your, like, that was in two years. He's yeah. not alive. A good work. And it's just like, that, that never would have happened if you kept going and trying to self-help and what can I do for myself today and mm. all these, like, I, ugh, anyway. I just think, I mean, it's great to self-care. Like, definitely take care of yourself. But know that you can only do so much for yourself. Like, at some point, God is it. Like, you got to let God have his way in your life completely and totally. Yeah, that's accurate. And that's so true because it's just like, you're human at the end of the day. And like, as much as you want to strive to do better, like, you need the Holy Spirit. You need God to help you do that. Because it's just like, we're not capable. And like, especially when you think of it along terms of accountability, you know how many right. times you start and stop a diet? Okay. And you think you can change okay. your whole personality on your own? <laughs> it Damn. don't work like that. Let's no. be a thousand percent. Like, Let's you know you luck. need some help. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, that's yeah. not to say it's a bad thing. And mm-hmm. I think that's also, too, I feel like people, I feel like there's such a stigma around, like, surrounding Christ that, like, you got to come already ready. And it's like, no, no. It's literally a walk with him. So, of course, yeah. you're going to have issues. You're going to have things you have to work through. But that's, like, the beauty of mm-hmm. the relationship with Christ. He helps you work through the through those things and really see who you are in him and really get to see him for who he is um when you authentically like pursue a relationship with him Mm -hmm. so it's just like don't don't stop trying to do stuff on your own i promise it's not worth it it's not it ain't worth it Ooh, vocal that was good bro that was good that was good (laughs) it ain't worth it period it's not So, I guess, uh, what are then some things that you leaned on to, like, scriptures, books, songs, whatever, that you leaned on that helped you when you were building, when you were rebuilding your identity with Christ? Um, I would say for me, definitely discipleship, which I kind of mentioned earlier, like, Mm -hmm. that was a game changer for me because, essentially, for those who don't know, discipleship is literally like having a spiritual mentor. It's literally somebody who's just a little bit further ahead of you in their walk who can help guide you through things either they've already been through or can help point you to scripture or just things that can help you. Um, So that first, for me, was a game changer because it really kind of helped me see just things and areas, how I moved and why I moved the way I moved. Um, my favorite scripture to this day, I literally have a tattoo down my spine. It's Psalm 139, 14, and it's I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Got that thing on, on me. As a reminder, because listen, we have our days where it's just like, man, but like that for me. And then my sister actually got me a book called Beautiful Me by Stassi Aldridge. Bro, I don't want to talk about that. Don't talk about it. <laughs> well, I started. Too bad. Um, that book for me was dope because, well, it's by a woman for a woman, first of all, which I think is dope because I feel like a lot of times there's books trying to help people, but it's like the opposite sex. And it's like you don't kind of know how I operate. So I feel like definitely having the perspective of a woman um, helped. But, like, that book for me, like, I actually recently just started rereading it. Mm. And I was – I found myself boohooing at other parts that I didn't cry at before. Yeah, and real. I'm just like – but I love stuff like that. And we can go back and have a totally different mindset mm-hmm. going in rereading the same passages mm-hmm. in Scripture. Um, so those – I would say those three – 
obviously in the community yeah. has helped me because then even when it comes to like stretching where, where it comes to like being comfortable praying like mm-hmm. I have people like can you pray for me and I'm like are you sure you want me to but mm-hmm. it's good because I'm like okay like I'm not about to tell you no I'm not gonna pray for yeah. you so then you're praying for people you're doing different things that are not in your comfort zone so I would say those things for me have been what has definitely helped up until this point and I know will continue to help me as I continue mm-hmm. to really learn even more who I am in Christ yeah. and going off of the community and discipleship it's like having a solid bible-based church yes go into a church where i like it was truth and it was community like hashtag advanced church columbus if you were wondering period (laughs) like that was a game changer because then like before i was going to advance i remember you invited me to no (laughs) i I was was at her (laughs) neck (laughs) i was going to this other church because i left my church that i grew up in and so then I was just like, well, God, where we going? You know, what we doing? And so then I started going to my aunt's church that she used to go to. Mm-hmm. And there, though the, the word was good, I was just going and li- literally going and leaving. Mm-hmm. No one knew me. I was just wow. a face in the crowd. And at first I thought I liked that because it was like, okay, cool. I can deal with this stuff. Like I can still get the word, but people don't really got to know who but I am. But I feel like that also kind of ties into what you, the things you have be- growing up believing that you were like quiet and yes it yeah, kind of yeah. shaped some of those things too of yeah. like it reinforced them it was a good church to start like learning the bible from yeah but i had no community there mm-hmm. and so it's so funny i was so adamant i was like this is my church i'm joining the Literally. church um starting the classes and everything and then jazz comes and he's like come on to this church <laughs> first of all what is this voice <laughs> and i was if i would keep it a buck when Shayla had joy, or not joy, she was visiting, mm-hmm. but she came home at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I said, no. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Listen. <laughs> I'm not I'm doing weak. that. Because Sundays are my day off. But funny. it's funny because we don't even do that. No- well, sometimes we do. Sometimes yeah. we just be chilling. Just chilling. Listen, because that's community, honey. <laughs> exactly. Okay? Like, and so when I got around community, people who like saw me saw me they were to call things out of me yeah like yeah. i remember there was one day on dance ministry i don't think you had joined yet i hadn't joined yet no. but we had a, our apostle he was there he was just praying and <laughs> alex no not alex no me yes because me and alex had just alex is my disciple we had um discipleship beforehand and we were talking he's like i just need a prophetic word i just need to hear who god calls me I just need to hear like him affirm me, mm-hmm. and so that dance day, that dance day, <laughs> that dance day, honey, <laughs> our apostle was there, and it was so funny because someone else had asked our apostle this day because she needed a prophetic word, <laughs> and so we were just prophesying, and then he was like, "Does anyone else need a prophetic word? Does anyone else need something?" And Alex looked at me, and I was like, "All right, let's get it," <laughs> and then they just tore the house down. And that's where that's where the word of you are bold, mm-hmm. like you are seen, like you have power in you first came. And I heard it and I was like, oh, that's new. That's new. Yeah. But then when I started to believe it and when I was surrounded by all the people and the women, they were just encouraging you. Yeah. And literally pouring into me like I couldn't go back, you know. So, yeah. Community, church, discipleship and then also therapy. Like, yeah. <sighs> y'all. Y'all. Talk about it. Come on. Therapy will change your life. And you don't gotta be in the darkest of darkest, and you just go. If you have thoughts about it, if you're like, I just need someone to talk to, go. Just go. Because oftentimes, I personally, I, I go to a Christian therapist. That's my own person. That's your business. That's it. <laughs> but it's just funny because when I started going, like, we would talk about things, and 
therapy, that we was talking about discipleship, that we was talking about the church. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, that okay, God, yeah. I hear you. And once again, it was breaking down that you are unseen because, man, the enemy has had his way with that on me. Mm-hmm. Like, making sure that I know, like, no one cares. No one thinks about you. And, like, I ain't gonna cry because it's we good. We good. God, yeah, it's healing. okay. And if you do, that's all right, too. <laughs> but, like, the fact that it was such a thing echoed, like, that's not true. Yeah. Changed my life. So, I don't know. But then I really think it kind of just goes back to, like, the beauty of community. Because, like you mm-hmm. said, people will call those things out of you and just be there for affirmation. Like, the thing I love about community is, like, you could be having a day and you don't even have to say anything. And somebody will give you that hug and it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, you start crying. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, do you need me to pray with you? And it's just like, when you have a community who knows either just how you move yeah. or just has that that, that discernment, mm-hmm. they'll be able to say, like, uh-uh, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Sit back with me. And it's like, you need that, though. Because yeah. you don't always have it in you to just, like, want to go seek people out. So when you have people who are like, you wasn't greeting people during family time. What's going mm-hmm. on? Right. You probably be hugging up on people. Right. And you can have those transparent moments where it's like, look, I'm going to be real honest. Da, 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 and just word vomit. Mm-hmm. Like, you need that. And it's so important. So, I mean, I'd say all of that to echo her. Like, if you are interested in therapy or know somebody who's in it, like, don't be afraid to, one, ask questions for those who are in it and just kind of see their take on it. But, like go because I, I aren't like a lot of times i mean i'm personally not in it but i'm interested in eventually going but like don't they oftentimes give you like like what does the first session look like for therapy so my first session with my doctor i love it um was basically we was just she was just getting to know me okay she didn't like she she blatantly said like i if you feel comfortable diving into the deep stuff we could do that but i just want to know who you are yeah and so that took me aback because i thought oh we going straight in. straight in like and so, i'm upset but no, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no we were just talking like she just wanted to know who i was what my family was like where i was going to school like she just wanted to know okay and then but from there on since we had built that relationship like yeah. she knew me i knew some of her after that like i'm pretty sure the second one i was crying like I was just like, he was like, I'm here. I, I'm here. I, I just don't. I, uh, like, <laughs> it was just a lot, and I was like, yeah, for word vomit, bawling my eyes out. She gave me a tissue. She's like, okay, and it's so funny because she would just, she would never. She the thing about therapy, I, and I'm pretty sure they do. They don't tell you what to do. Like usually they yeah. walk you through it. Um, and kind of give you like tips yeah. and just helpful resources and stuff and then like do with that what you will <laughs> but it was I just remember her just like always being like okay so let's talk about that like and I would say something she's like are you sure that's it and I was just like yeah she's like okay but then but that was probably to be like okay really what's going on right? yeah but anyway that's a whole we could do a whole other thing Listen. with that too because therapy y'all when I tell you therapy in Jesus will get you right so, uh, what's the next? Ooh, self-esteem. Ooh, I, and okay. I, ooh. <laughs> Talk so about how it. does your self-esteem play into your identity? I feel like that's a really That, it is, like, I don't know. You like, don't being know. completely honest, like, it's, it's, one, I think it's, like, trying to, like, really dissect the question. Mm-hmm. Um, Was that one another vague one, too? Not, like, necessarily <laughs> vague. I'm just really trying to, like, process through it. Okay. I would say it plays because one thing I can say is like ever since like for real giving my life to Christ because like I grew up in the church like I was in church I was in like church choir 
when I was a kid and then growing up. But I would say, for real, giving my life to Christ, my self-esteem has definitely skyrocketed. Like, I obviously still have my moments. Like, I'm human. There's days where I'm like, ooh, sis, you look big. Get it together. <laughs> but then there's other days where I'm like, sis, you're popping. <laughs> Nobody can say nothing to you. And if they try it, it's a lie. Um, but I would say it's <laughs> definitely <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, come on, square up. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely skyrocketed. Because, um, like, similar to you, like, one thing I had always felt and, like, I don't even think it was necessarily something that was ever spoken over me, but because of like how I was like positioned just in most churches, it's like I only ever thought like I was a singer, mm. like that was all I was. Singing um, jazz, singing jazz, and like there's, I'm still walking through that, yeah. like learning that like bro, you're not just like a singer, like you do more, like there's what? more to For real? Yeah, oh my actually, gosh. <laughs> sorry, <Sly. laughs> I like totes do more than that. Okay. Wow. Um, like that for me has been an unlearning because like that's like all I was familiar with like even on like our campus like you know I sing at a lot of the events and for me like definitely like I enjoy that I love it but it's just like that's all I used to feel like I was I was like Mm -hmm. I felt like I was just a singer um so like God has definitely been dealing with me with that and learning how to say like yes this is one of your talents but that's not all you are and that even kind of goes back hand in hand with discipleship like Mm -hmm. that's one thing we're tackling right now and it's like for me it's interesting to really kind of just see what you think you are versus who God calls you um but I would definitely say it's slowly but shortly getting better Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's definitely a process it's not an overnight thing especially when you like because I used to struggle with like body conscious like Mm -hmm. issues in like middle school through high school um so it's definitely something I'm walking through but I can definitely say I'm not where I was a week ago a month ago a year ago so it's just like I've just been consistently getting better and more comfortable in my own skin see I'm telling you middle school and this is why I want to be a middle school teacher because so much Mm. of what comes after is starts there yes like I remember so clearly some of the things people would like not that they were being mean, but, like, people would just say comments. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's okay. That stuck with me. Like, no, I remember real. stuff from middle school. And I'm like, that's why I'm like, I got to be the teacher someone else needed then. Like, yeah. That's neither. Well, no, that is here. Yeah. But. It's relevant. Talk. It's relevant. But, for sure. <laughs> um, like, yeah, I think self-esteem and identity go hand in hand because it's like. I always been a little thicky. Like I've always just had a hips. Like a I remember having. Head. I remember my aunt telling me she's like, "Oh, you got hips on you," and I was like, "I'm ten. <laughs> I'm ten. <laughs> and I didn't like. Now I, I became very conscious of that, and so that's real. Like I would wear clothes that were bigger because I didn't want people to see. Like yeah. when your body is changed, you want people to like. You're like notice no. you. I know, but you don't need to call me out on it. Like, right. and so I was just like, ah do all that so like I just got very conscious of my body yeah which made me very conscious of how I looked which made like if I looked presentable and put together mm-hmm. then people knew I was put together yeah when inside like I was lonely mm-hmm. I was wishing I had more friends p- people who really knew me I felt untalented like I felt like I was just book smart yeah and that was it and so like it goes hand in hand yourself your identity and your self-esteem and so I don't know no, I completely agree yeah God has transformed because now I know there's more to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a baddie. Period. <laughs> Come on, TikTok. For those who don't know, me and Randy love TikTok. Um, so if you hear a reference or two, don't be surprised. <laughs> but I also know that my looks don't define me as well. Yeah. Because it's like... And that's so important. Yeah. 
Because I feel like, like, uh, what were we talking about? I think me and, uh, uh, my, our friend Bria, we were talking about it a few days ago, where it was just like, or no, like, literally last night, where it's like a lot of times people's first impression of you is what they think you are, especially mm-hmm. if it's like, whether it's a job interview or you're walking into a meeting, how you present yourself a lot of times will kind of make up somebody's mind, like, oh, they're not getting the job. They're not getting the job simply based on how you look and not your ability. So it's just like being able to say, like, I know that my identity isn't wrapped in my physical pre- presentation mm-hmm. it's so important because like it's so easy to be like oh I looked crazy yesterday now it's like sis no like mm-hmm. it's okay like you're gonna be fine so that's but that's just it really just goes to show like what a relationship with Christ looks like because I feel like a lot of times it's embedded in us like even as like little girls specifically I feel like like even when you go to church you gotta have your little socks and your hair gotta oh be slicked gosh. you gotta have your little dress like uh, can we just talk about how i hated <laughs> getting my hair hot comb bro my mom will sit me on this hard chair with this hot comb burning my neck you so, have a flashback yes i do on. i remember it because it was painful and then i don't know about y'all but we use stockings as head scarves as kids um, <laughs> come on <laughs> So I would just remember finding an old pair of stockings that had holes <laughs> <laughs> and putting it on. Yeah. <laughs> we would tie the legs together and then <laughs> Yo. Oh. And I just hated it because it was not comfortable. It was not That's comfortable. That is great. With <laughs> <laughs> that blue magic jar. Come oh on, blue magic. Gosh. I remember it clearly as talk day. about it. But anyway, it was just that. Yes, go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, that was essentially what I was trying to say is like, it's dope to be able to be in a different headspace where you're like, you can no longer associate the two where it's like my self-esteem is not wrapped in how I look on the outside, but the work that God is doing on the inside. Like, I feel like that's what it is for me. Like, bro, like if y'all could see my heart a year ago versus my heart today, two different things. Yeah. And that is what, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like for me being able to say like, I have a heart for God's people. Yeah. Like, yeah. for me, that's attractive. Like, if I heard a dude say that, I was like, okay, come on. What's your name? Have a heart for God's people. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then, obviously, like, you notice the physical, but it's just like, I think people fail to realize that, like, that to most people is going to be more, like, interesting versus, like, oh, you have a nice lineup. Like, okay, okay. but your heart. Where is that at? Questionable. I mean, <laughs> so it's oh, just really dope to see that transformation that happens yeah. when you like really give your life to Christ and like submit to the things he wants to do in your life. Yeah. Cause man, 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 that's real. And it just like, I don't know. I just love, like not even romantic love has been on my heart a lot lately, but like loving people. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I think it's clearly tied to where we are right now. Absolutely. But, like, loving on people and making sure they know they are loved, not even by me, but by our Father. Yeah. Like, that's been a personal mission for me because, like, if people, if I leave people, I want them to know one thing, and that's I saw them. Yeah. That I literally see them and that they feel loved. And so, I don't know. I just think, I don't know where that came from, but... No, that's I mean, again, it's relevant because especially with the climate that we're in right now, and so many people don't know who they are right now. Like, and I think that's what makes it harder because then you have people going to protest who don't know who they are or why they're doing it. Yeah, like why are you going to protest? Come on, because some people think like every. Okay, y'all, you may not agree with this, but not everyone is called to be out there with protest posters, and do, that's something that not everyone is called to do. Yeah. If you have a field that you know you're called to, work that. Yeah. You don't got to do what everyone is doing just because that's what everyone is doing. Yeah. 
and again that goes to being set apart like we're we're called to be set apart does that mean like we can definitely still serve and support but there's different outlets and veins that we can do it in and I think even just like with everything going on like it's so important that people know who they are because then it's like you get out there and you're like wait why am I even out here mm-hmm. not to say you don't want to be there and support what's going on because it is an important issue but it's just like maybe you could be doing you know other things yeah. maybe you could be out praying on the sidelines maybe you could like just there's different ways to go about it and I think people are so wrapped up and wanting to be like I'm here I support but not seeing that there's other ways that you can do it where it's still within your comfort and where God wants you. Right. Because it's just like, right. like you were saying, like not everybody is called to be out there marching. Like I personally, like in the very beginning, like I wanted to be out there mm-hmm. and it was just like, there was just such hesitation. I couldn't understand. I was like, God, like these are my people. Like I need to be out there. Why, why am I not? But then like when I really took time to like dissect and take a step back, because at that point I was operating in emotion. I was angry. I was mad. I was like, I want to see something be done. And God was like, bro, like, you don't know like no sit down somewhere like we're gonna work through this um and we definitely went on a tangent so we did like that's not a question but again like it's relevant it's relevant like yeah yeah and well we're gonna skip this one because we already kind of talked about it with like as a child Mm -hmm. but like thinking about like just being in college Bruh. Can we talk about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> right now. College is no joke, bro. You will throw you loop after loop. You be on that one episode of uh, SpongeBob. You said loop de loop de loop. <laughs> you do the loop de loop and pull. And your shoes are looking good. Like literally twisting all over that screen. Yeah. <laughs> no, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Zigzag, up, down, left, yeah. right. College will have you going through it. And so I think. Man, going into college, kind of go back to what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Quiet, just shy. Yeah. And that is when I started to notice, like, I low key got like a big butt. I, like, I was like, oh, I got hips. I got a curvy figure. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure guys see me. Mm-hmm. Let me dress in these tight clothes or let me go out of my way to look and feel uncomfortable in the clothes I was wearing yeah. to be seen by a guy. And first off, like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> no. No. Thank God for his transformation work because that's not where we are no more. But, like, just thinking about how wanting to be seen so much and wanting to be noticed so much will have you going out and just doing stuff that you didn't need to be doing in the first place. Like, yeah. that's where I started to getting into drinking and started smoking. And, like, I didn't do... I wasn't heavy into it, but I was definitely doing it so, like, I could, one, look like... I'm, I fit in, yeah. Right, one, when... First of all, I hated it, did not like it a bit. <laughs> it was it was just not good. Yeah. But I would do it because I was just like, well, if that's what's going to get me seen and that's what's going to make me feel fit in, and, like, we both go to Ohio University, um, and it is a party school. It and is. so, it's like, indeed. if you were not partying... What, what are you, you doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to the party on Friday night. Right, like literally. It would be like, Thursday no. night. You talking about what you doing? What you doing? You going out to the red brick? Girl. No. Girl, yes, I'm I am. I'm sitting home and watching a movie. <laughs> Leave me alone. But like, that was not something I was ever into. But because I didn't know who I was, I thought that's, since everyone else was doing, let me do it. Got caught up in it. Thankfully, God brought me out of that. Yeah. And like... If you do that, that's you. But, like, now I know I cannot do that because that takes me back to a place where I'm trying to fit and be someone I'm not. And yeah. I, can't, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. I literally can't. So, I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Um, I would say I had, like, my college experience has been interesting. Going in, I was 
nervous and excited because like I'm a homebody like I'm very family oriented I'm always with my family so like for me that was different because I was gonna be far like not for real because it's only about an hour from where we live but like for me I'm used to like doing game nights and things like that and like doing something with my family every weekend so my freshman year I was going home a lot and I was coming out of a relationship (laughs) a two and a half to three year relationship was like an on and off I, mind you, I didn't know who I was. So, like, every time we would break up, I was like, oh, my God, I'm just hideous. And he, nobody's going to love me. And so I would go through these phases. For real, though. I would go through these phases where I was just like, it was just a lot for me. It was a big adjustment. But then I will say, I think it was more so leading into, like, my sophomore year. That was when it was that make or break moment of, like, are you still going to claim Christ or are you going to not? And that's when I got interested in anointing. Like, they had a choir. I joined the choir. And then from there, started seeking, like, other leadership roles. And for me, I think that was honestly, like, the moment where things started to shift for me. Because even, like, my sister, uh, when I would be home during the summers and things, she would make sure I was up for church. She stopped making sure I was up for church. And that, for me, was, like, a big deal. I was like... You didn't. You didn't call me. You didn't. You didn't make sure I was up. She was like, "If you want to be here, you'll be here." I was like, "Oh <laughs> my gosh! Oh my gosh!" And like, but that for me is what I needed. It was that yeah. push where it's like, "Yo, if you want to be down for Christ, if you want to live for Christ, like you I say you do." I want to be down with Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. I want to be down. <laughs> that harmony was atrocious. Anyways, um. That for me, I think is what I needed because yeah. it forced me to be like, yo, I love God, but like, what am I doing to actively pursue I him? I love, I'm sorry. I love God. <laughs> you don't love God? What's wrong with you? He said, Jesus, Jesus God, we love you, God. Um, <laughs> but we need to stop. No, for real. Up. We're going into straight memes. <laughs> but it was that for me because. It put me in a position where it was like, if I genuinely want to pursue Christ, I have to make the initiative. Mm-hmm. And from there on, I feel like that's when I really started. Because I mind you, I have been, our church now, I have been like visiting from the age of what? You definitely 17. Said, I'm sorry, you said visiting. I said visiting. No, you said You're shady. Visiting. Anyways, <laughs> I have been visiting our church from the age of 16. Uh, I didn't officially join, like actually become a member till I think I was 20 or 21. Heard. But that really just goes to show, like, people will be in church but not really be down for Christ. Mm, and it was at that yeah, moment where I really yeah. was like, no, like, God, I'm serious this mm-hmm. time. That, like, things really started to change for me. So, like, I would say going in, it was, like, a little rocky. I was like, yeah. eh, boyfriend, uh, no boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, but God, yeah, who's consistently been here okay. <laughs> every time. Hasn't changed. Things, you know what I mean? And from there, it's just been amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like for me, that was my distinctive moment mm-hmm. where it was like, and then it's just like being in college like you said it's like it throws you to the wolves for real like mm-hmm. you're out there in the wilderness and i was like bro i can't do this on my own mm-hmm. like god i need for you to show up right now but alone cannot satisfy hey come hey. on this hey. worship <laughs> worship the king this feeling um but yeah i would say that's kind of where it's been for me and like now i'm i'm grateful to be able to say that like i'm nowhere near where i was when i first came into college to where i am now yeah so it's definitely a roller coaster of emotions, but I'm grateful for everything that led me to here because, like, I don't think I would be where I am personally right now had I not experienced some of the things that I experienced. Yeah. Because yeah. I wouldn't have such a, I wouldn't be so rooted in him if I hadn't have gone through anything. Mm-hmm. But I, he allowed me to go through enough things where I'm like, yo, I see what it was like without you, and I'm cool on that. Yeah. I'm cool on it. But you so. know what's funny? It doesn't change the fact that I still sometimes like, oh, I want to be a 20 year old. I want to yeah. go out. 
I yeah. want to have fun. And that's real. It's real. But I think a lot of that, too, is it's a perspective thing. Because mm. a lot of people who do that, you don't know what they're dealing with behind closed doors. Where it's like yeah. they're posting smoking, drinking, partying. But on the inside, they're lonely and depressed and yeah. whatever else. Yeah. But because... And that's the thing where it's like... It goes back to like social media being so like if he's like you love it because it's like it's another way to communicate but you hate it because like people can literally show you what they want you to see mm. so you don't know what they're dealing with right but right now you know that they're having a good time and they just got this new place mm-hmm. and da, 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 da. so then you feel like you're behind when in actuality like if you just keep rocking with god he gonna set you up and you're gonna be smooth but yeah. in his time yeah. and i think that's Oof. what's so hard and all I, when i when you said that i think about like our majors because yeah. we both are staying longer than four years in college Mm -hmm. and i think that will screw your eyes if you're if you're doing it without god and you're it'll mess you up identity wise because it'll make you sound like you're a failure and make you or not make you sound but make you feel like you're a failure when in all actuality sometimes you just need a little bit more time to cook okay a little bit time to learn and god might want you there that's the thing like one thing i had to learn early on or it was like honestly right around the time i started discipleship she was like you know you didn't pick that school on your own, right? I said, mm-hmm. oh. She was like, yeah, no, God wanted you there. I said, well, would you look at that? <laughs> so here I am. Yeah. So, But that's so real because, like, I, I struggled with that heavily. Like, um, for those who don't know, like, this might be my sixth year in college um, with a four-year pro, four-year degree. But it's because my first two years was me kind of figuring things out. And I played around a lot. I took classes so I could still be enrolled, but they weren't contributing to anything. And then at the end of my second year is when I actually declared my major. And, like, I struggled with that. Like, I still have to tackle that in discipleship all the time. Where it's like, there was one night, I was literally on discipleship. I was just sobbing. And she was like, I want you to write. Because I'm, like, different in how I do discipleship. Most people... Well, I think it just depends. Everybody's different. But me and my disciple are both very, like, artistic. So I use a sketchbook and we, like, write things out and, like, we'll go over it. And she literally had me write, I will graduate, mm-hmm. like, five times on the page. And she made me, like, say it, but say it with, like, power yeah. and, like, conviction. And, like, I struggled with that for a while. Like, even now I'm like, uh, please, like, I can't do enough. Like, let this be done after this year. Like, I'm not. Because at this point I'm be like, Lord, are you sure you want me to get this degree? Because I will happily unenroll and be done. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's so real. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, there's such a perception where it's like, you should be done in four years. Like, mm-hmm. or... Take your time. <laughs> maybe I'm, the Lord wants me there. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's that's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. College is a different no beast. Joke. It is. Oof. That's why, I mean, like, I'm so grateful. So grateful I found him when I did. Yeah. Because had I not found him at all in college, like... Man. I don't know. I really don't know. No, that's real. Like, what would I be doing? Where would I be? What? Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't know if I'd be alive. Because you know I've dealt with suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts and stuff. So, like, I remember the day I was like, God, if you don't show up and heal me from this thing, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. I remember I was in my dorm room. It was a Sunday. And everyone was like, it was like one of those weekends where I think a lot of people had gone home. home. Yeah. And I, it was Imani was the only one I think I was still on campus that was mm-hmm. cool with that I felt comfortable talking yeah. to with. Has she not been there? I'm telling y'all, like, it's no joke. Like, yeah. I really don't know. But anyway, that's a whole nother episode <laughs> as well. You did a whole bunch. You did like six episodes I in know, one. that's what I'm like. In one episode. <laughs> so we don't got that much time. This was supposed to be a 30-minute podcast. 
<laughs> you should have known better know we both long-winded. Oh, we bro. are. We will talk up a story. We will answer one question for 20 minutes and be like, yeah, so that's that one. <laughs> like, sis. <laughs> but I really do feel like this could be, I don't know if you down to do another. Like, I just feel like. like a part two or something? Yes, because there are yeah. some questions we didn't get to. But last question, who do you call yourself now? Or, mm, who do you say God calls you? You know, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know that I could, like, just, like, articulate it. At least not right now where I could just be like, I know the things that the word tells me that are true, and I cling to those. But I feel like right now, I feel like he's still walking me through it as to, like, who he specifically calls me. Um, So, yeah, maybe on that part, too, I'll be able to do a follow-up where it's like, I'm this, honey, and this, and this, because God said it, Mm -hmm. so it's true. But yeah, I think I think that's gonna be why I kind of think that's where I am right now. That's real. I think about that one song, um, y'all. If you don't, if you don't listen to Maverick City Music, what are you doing with your life? What are you doing? I feel like you're setting yourself up for failure, Um, living under a rock. You need to get to it. Uh, (laughs) But they have a song called um, "Man of Your Word." Love that song. Jeez, that one. <laughs> and that one. Come towards on. the end of the song, he says, "I am who you say I am," mm-hmm. and they just go in. They said, "I, I ain't gonna do it." It's like, <laughs> 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 so when I first heard it, I hey. started bawling, and I'm like, "That song is like a more hype song." So I'm just like, "Why am I crying?" No, that's real though, because that song is like, hype, but it's so good. It is so good, but I started bawling because I was like, "God, you who you say." It's so much more important than who I say I am or who the world says I am. Like, right. you. Yeah. And so, like, I started I, that day. No, because we had another meeting with uh, Minister Maria. Maria yeah. And I heard it again. I was like, all right, God, who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? And, and that's so funny because remember she asked us identity questions. Yes. Yes, bro. Identity <laughs> is going to be a thing. He's trying to get us to know who we are. We are his children. He's trying to hear come on anyway but like something that you know i got these two tattoos on my wrist because it's like mm-hmm. i need a reminder daily because i came with you for those didn't I? yeah these are my first ones and loved and chosen are the two things that i will ever be like yeah. whenever i hear the question who do you say who does god call you loved and chosen mm-hmm. and then even going back to the dance we ministered I'm yes good at, uh, yeah i'm good you are loved Good and like, love more is the like one thing every time someone asks me, who does God call you? Loved mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And I mean like I obviously hear like worthy and, and creative and kind and and smart, but loved yeah. and chosen will be the forever two that I know God will always always ring loud. Yeah. So yeah. But okay y'all it's, th- it's been 53 minutes <laughs> not did we no lord it's not like that um but thank you so much my dear thank I you for having me I'm happy gonna... to be a first guest <laughs> we're gonna have to have to do a part two cause I think like identity is so much more and yeah but before we leave we're gonna pray out really quick cause I wanna make sure that everyone who's listening in has been prayed over and covered um, but 
yeah so dear heavenly father we just thank you god for always continually just showing up god in every space that we are in god we thank you for your faithfulness god we thank you for always being consistent and never changing oh god father i ask right now that if there's a single soul a single person struggling to identify with who you say they are struggling to come to terms with who you called them to be god i ask that you touch them right now i ask that you continue to whisper sweet words into them saying that they are your child that you have called them that they are your chosen people oh god father we thank you that not a single thing goes unseen by you and so those things that they are dealing with is not new and that they you know what they're dealing with in god that you have your hand on it father so we thank you for the transformation work that you are doing in your people oh god doing in every single one of us father lord i pray that as people listen in god that they hear something new that they feel welcome they feel seen they feel loved god um and that they just get something out of this father so we thank you for showing up and being present we honor you and we praise your name amen amen so thank you guys we'll be back with another episode next sunday yeah yeah period period all right (laughs) bye y'all bye y'all